Hello, and welcome to the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. I am Sarah Noble, a certified shamanic energy medicine practitioner, somatic embodiment coach, Akashic Record reader, spiritual mentor, and teacher of energy management and meditation. This podcast is born from my passion to help you reconnect with your heart and intuition. In each episode, you'll hear me channel guided spiritual information for a guest around a specific question or decision in their life. Afterwards, I break down the call so you can better understand how to connect with your own intuitive gifts, your spirit guides, and soul family. I will also give you practical exercises and tools that you can use to deepen your understanding of how to use this in your day-to-day life. Now, without further ado, let's get on to our caller. Hello, my loves. I have a beautiful conversation today with Amy. Amy is at a point in her life where she is trying to make a decision. Her heart is really pulling her in one direction, and yet her programming, her sense of responsibility, her need to know what is going to happen is pulling her in a different direction. And so this conversation really just follows what is going on for her in that. And due to the length of our call, I decided to let the call do a lot of the teaching for you today. So as you listen, think about what it would look like for you to follow your heart. Listen for how you can get caught in a story about something that has happened to you over and over again. And so you still think that you are living that story, even though you might have done so much work that you're really not in that story anymore. Amy and I talk a lot about looking for signs and how she is disconnected from her intuition. However, she really is on a spiritual path and is connected. So I'd love for you to listen for how that resonates in your life and where you might be selling yourself short on how connected you really are to your intuition. We also dive deeply into the masculine and the feminine and how those play out in our lives and the qualities and opportunities that each of them provide. So now here's my call with Amy. Hi, Amy. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Oh, thank you, Sarah. I, I'm in the middle of a big decision, decision-making process related to career change. I'm in a very sort of, well, I'm in a technology consultant field, very sort of masculine dominated kind of work. And it has not felt like it suited me for a really long time. Um, It's very nag, it's nagging. (laughs) Um, So I've been exploring the idea of going back to school and getting a master's degree in social work to, to go into clinical social work and become a therapist. Um, and at the same time, I've been dabbling in this um, feminine embodiment coaching uh, certification program. Um, you know, two very different kind of ends of kind of the same sort of work to be in a healing profession, to be working with with people, women probably, and and to help them in their healing and spiritual journey. You know, I mean, that's a big, big right. But it's it's just coming back to the you know which direction should I be going in, what is the right path for me, you know, based on 
where I should be going, like my sole purpose, like what is going to be the best path to get me there? So that's the decision that I've been sitting with for a long time now, a really long time. Part of this journey for me, I've, I've been trying to work with my spirit guides and connect with my spirit guides and asking spirit to show me, am I on the right path? Am I, am I in the going in the right direction on knowing what that direction is? Right. So I asked for, I asked to see a bird of prey and very soon after I put that out there was, you know, one flew across my car as I was driving and landed right, you know, in a tree next to me. And one was right outside my window. I saw a random social media post with a, a, a hawk that was actually trapped in a subway station in the Bronx near where I used to live, which was kind of funny. And then most recently I was walking down a, a path by myself in the you know nearby woods and there was a hawk right on the ground in front of me, like eat, ravaging his or her breakfast, um, which was really kind of special moment. But yeah, so I mean, I, I, I put it out there and I, I called to spirit to, to sort of, you know, give me the guidance that I'm on the right path. And I was using the birds of prey and I was given all of these birds of prey. And now it's sort of I'm sitting with it, like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not quite sure which direction you're telling me to go in, um, but clearly you're hearing me. So maybe I'm not asking the right question in the way that I've got to get a clearer response. Yes. And as you're talking, you're showing me Washington Monument. Is that That's the big, tall, straight one. Yes. That's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I see that where there's the reflecting pool. So that's what you're showing me. And there's two things happening. And one is like this need in you for the path to be really straight and direct and clear, like sticking out in the sky, like here I am. And the other part of that image is the reflection pool where the water is just kind of ebbing and flowing and it's much more feminine. The, the journey is much more fluid, that it's much more winding, that this desire in you for a straight answer is part of your pattern of needing to know. Mm -hmm. So let's see where that takes us. They're saying, <laughs> they're like, just buy a boat, get in the boat and then float on the water and see where it takes you. Like <laughs> as a metaphor, but if you really want to do that, you can too. <laughs> That's that's pretty wild. There's a marina right up the street. And I keep telling my husband, I'm like, just a little boat. I just want a little boat. Maybe I'll start with a kayak, but that's, yeah, spot on. And that is connected to the joy in life, right? What lights you up? What are the things that you are not allowing yourself to do? Because you tell yourself you don't have time, you don't have the resources. Oh, I need to be more responsible whatever those voices are for you, it's, it's about learning to have a different relationship with them, really like leaning into this idea that you get to create your life the way that you want it, not the way that your parents believed it should be or their parents or just the media, the world, everything that we're told that we have to do in order to be successful and live a happy life. 
And if we think about it, so many people are following that model and that pattern and they're not happy. So let's see, because you're here, like I see you at the road and there's these two decisions and you've had these birds of prey that you're calling in to give you guidance, which is so beautiful. When I feel into those two directions, what I get is this sort of surge of energy coming up that doesn't want to be limited to just two choices. <laughs> it, it's coming up from under you and it, and the image is kind of like a martini glass where it's coming up through the stem and then it wants to just expand out of you from the shoulders upward into that uh, expanse of the glass. And then be allowed to just play and be with different ideas, like not, not saying that either of those ideas are technically not the right choice, but that you're limiting yourself by only believing you have two choices. And what's keeping you stuck in that sort of scarcity belief of that there's only two choices is this needing to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what's coming up for you with some of these images and ideas? Oh, yeah. It's when you're saying there's you know, all these other things that are, you know, coming, coming up, you know, from, from underneath, right? It's, yeah, because when I've been thinking about the, the masters in social work, for instance, I mean, go, going back to what you were saying before, it, it's, it's that linear sort of, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to get this degree and then I'm going to put in my clinical hours and I'm going to get a license and I'm going to, it's just that, it seems like there's that path that's there and that that's what has been driving me towards it because I, you know, I live in a patriarchy and I've, you know, I've been living in a real masculine dominated world and, you know, it's just, that's how I view things. Exactly. Like you said, it's, it's completely spot on and it's taken a lot of real self-reflection and, and, and reading to get to this place of being able to understand why that is happening. You know, for, for me, I'm actually reading the heroine's journey, which is beautiful. And there've been so many moments in reading that book where I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you. This is, it's all making sense. And as I started to come away from or try to break away from that linear kind of perspective and everything in life, I've been feeling more space and more interest and more kind of tapping, you know, into all different passions and, and things that I might want to explore, right? Going back to what you were just saying, that it's not, it's not just about two, you know, choices. I mean, it's expansive. And you know, when I, I, I picture sort of kind of shutting the door almost on this, well, not almost, but really shutting the door and just saying, you know, I, I already have a master's degree. I've, I've shown that I can accomplish, you know, what society is, as sort of attached to success, right? I, I have a master's degree. I can perform in academia. I got that, you know, okay. It's, it's, if I were to sort of put, close the door on that, it just has made so much space for so many other things that I feel interested in. I, I'd love to learn about somatic healing and breath work and, you know, just so many things to explore that 
are outside of of sort of the confines of what that you know academic program says is important for me to to learn. So it's really very it's just it all really just absolutely very much aligns with the kind of inner work that I've been doing very recently to help me process this decision. And and honestly, it's just like it's such a huge letting go for me again to kind of release that sense of I have to, you know, take these steps and it has to be all laid out and get this degree because that's what people say you need. You need the credentials and you you know, and just allow myself to be open to all of those other possibilities that are that are that are out there that that would light me up, you know, because I'm I'm getting that I'm I'm removing that boundary or the again those confines of of what I'm you know expected or being told that I should should be doing to be successful and tapping into the passion side the you know what what lights me up you know so it it's really yeah it, it it's spot on with with what I've been feeling and the explorations that I've been doing um recently yeah even as you're talking that idea of that glass, the martini glass is showing itself with that, the masculine stem, right? The straight, the linear, the contained. And then it opens up into the chalice, into the, the female, the, the holding. Mm. The, and it just keeps opening and opening and opening like your capacity to hold the feminine and to be in your feminine is immense, if you allow, like if you can let go of the fear and let go of those, those little things that are holding you like, oh gosh, but I've tried, I've done it this way for so long and it works right. To a certain extent, like I, I relate to that, like being in the masculine. And then there comes a point when we get to do it differently and really lean into the feminine that can hold you and where we have more of a balance, right? Like it's not about yes. in any way, the masculine is not bad. It's mm-hmm. amazing and we need it. It's part of the, it's the other half. It's more when things are out of balance, I think, which is what we're talking about where we're way too in one and not in the other. Oh, and what's also so like that, that glass is it's like expanding and expanding into the feminine. The reason that you have the capacity to hold so much feminine is because you have held so much masculine. They're opposite ends, right? Like we can't experience something unless we felt the depth of the other thing. I want to check in on the birds of prey and just see what their message is for you. And you said one flew across your car and one <laughs> was ravaging supper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one sat right outside my office window as I was working as a big tree in the backyard, which is totally, I mean, I'd have never seen one out there. Yeah. So I get the sense that rather than like a direct message for you, like, if you think about your question, it was like, am I on the right path? (laughs) And it's a very broad question. Yeah. Because we're pretty much almost always on the right path. We might be taking a detour. We might be doing something that's maybe not the best choice, but it's the path because it all leads to the same place. So the sense from them is that they're showing you 
that life is just happening. They're showing you you're on the right path. But I get more of a sense that they're like your guardians. And they're just watching you and nudging you and coming in so that you can trust your intuition more. And they're sort of saying like, see, you asked and look, here we are. And so more than a direct message, it's more a building of your confidence in moving towards what you want, like starting to trust the signs, starting to trust yourself, recognizing when you ask for help, it arrives. They're bringing love, like they're showing you that life wants to love you. Yeah, you know, when you're said, when you're, when you're living in your masculine for so long and to such a depth, there's been such a loss of connection to my intuition, the inner knowing. And I, with that loss of connection, right? I mean, how do I really fully trust myself and my decision-making, right? I mean, I, it's been really hard to be because of that. It, because if I if I'm not if it, if it's not a a, a a progression of sorts or again some kind of decision that can be made completely within the 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 mind that has a you see the end goal and here is the path laid out to you to get there again like this very kind of project management approach to living life right like what if it's not that because that's how I've been operating just 100%. So yeah, it's absolutely reconnecting to that inner knowing that's always there. It didn't go anywhere. I've just severed ties to it. So it's that trust and building that just, just that, that confidence, like you said, in, in myself and that I don't, I can feel into my, my actions. I, they don't have to have a logical kind of sequence and there doesn't have to be a a set clear kind of goal right there. You just can feel into each step and find the pleasure and just kind of follow that thread. And it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard kind of uh, thing to orient towards, or it has been hard for me, maybe just because of the conditioning, the conditioning, you know? Yeah. But you're absolutely right. As far as something that I'm, that something I've been needing is that, the trust in that un trust in un unknowing, you know, in the not knowing and having all of the answers and things laid out for me. The way like your choice of words in with this disconnection from your intuition, you have severed ties. Like it's very harsh. And that in itself will create more of the disconnection because of what you believe as well, right? Like if you really believe that it was such a severing, that that's going to be harder. And the image that I got when you were talking about that was more about, it was a horse drawing a carriage and the reins of the horse were passed from one driver to the, the other driver. And it's more of this idea that all that's really happened is that your mind has come in and is being is running the show. Mm -hmm. And your intuition is more that just dropping in to the heart, to what's underneath the mind, right? Like we meditate 
in order to soften the mind, to have a different relationship with our thoughts so that we can hear what's underneath them. And it was this idea of you, you just have given the reins to the mind and all you have to do is just pass it back over to the heart, super easy. And there you are, you're not severed. Yeah. Yeah, still, I guess, becomes a, an issue of trust, I guess, maybe and you know, letting, letting the heart, letting the heart lead, you know, can be, a, can be scary still, you know, when you're, when you're conditioned to keep the mind in the driver's seat, this is necessary. This is where I want to be. It's where, you know, these are, this is how I want to be approaching you know, decision making and just living life. I have two two baby girls that, and this is the whole impetus for the journey that I have gone on. You know, inward and you know, trying to my sole purpose and live within my sole purpose and align with that. And they've been the catalyst for for all of this. And at becoming into biological motherhood, you you're just, at least for me, I mean, I've been, I've been really forced to look back and at myself and, and, you know, find the things that led up to the person that I am today, because there have been so many triggering moments and so many challenges, of course, with, with being a, a present <laughs> mother sometimes, you know, and it's really been it's been so eye-opening to just see again how uh, I mean I know I, I hear exactly what you're saying with it being harsh it's such a harsh way of talking about my relationship with my my intuition my heart and but it really feels like it was just so so disconnected for so long but but we're we're getting there because like you're saying I, I've the exercises and and the meditating and and in finding the, the the space and to to connect to me you know inside my my heart again like kind of putting the mind to to rest and re and reconnecting with myself it's just it's just opened up so many possibilities and it's it's led me to ask certain questions of well, what am I doing what how am I spending my time this doesn't feel like it is aligned with what my heart wants and how my heart wants to be spending the day, you know? Yeah. And what I'm seeing and hearing in your words is that you're not disconnected from your intuition. You're listening. You're turning inward. You're doing things, right? You're not sitting on the sidelines. You're in the arena. You're doing the hard things. And there's this, this way that we want to know the end result now, but the end result isn't clear yet because we haven't walked the path. You're, you're on the journey. You have spiritually awakened. You are connecting to your intuition. You are making choices in the direction of your heart. You're on this call with me. You know that you, you are doing the things you keep telling yourself it's scary and you're doing it. And one of the things I found is that the obstacles are the path. 
So all these things you're bumping up against right now, they are actually the way. We think we need to move them or get over them or shift them. Well, what if they were the way? Yeah. And one of my favorite prayers, and I might have said this on another podcast, but it's just super simple. Show me, please show me my next step. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. I've been really taken by this beautiful little piece of forest here in Rhode Island that it butts up right up against this this little cove so it's got this beautiful beach you can walk the beach and then you know take a take a turn and go through the forest and and just walk amongst the trees it's really beautiful and I've been I've gone there a couple of times and I just I take my shoes off and I'm just walking through the forest and that's it's like so spot on exactly what I'm saying to myself as I'm going through just show me you know I'm here to receive I am so here to receive just show me and it's really beautiful and it's so it's just so powerful it can be it's so simple the words but it really is so so powerful when you just when you allow it and then I think the some of the struggle for me is right when I'm in that moment and I'm barefoot in the forest it's like oh my gosh I am drinking it up you know <laughs> and yeah right and then you gotta get in the car and I come back home and it's it's can be easy to slip back into. And I think this is where it, it almost feels like a, a big piece of the puzzle that I, I keep kind of slipping the piece towards and then I pull it back is the, the trust, right? I'm connecting to my intuition and I get to this place where I'm feeling, oh, I, this, is, this is what I want. This is what lights me up. And then when it comes into, okay, let's keep taking steps towards that. And like with, with coaching, for instance, okay, this lights you up. Let's schedule a practice coaching call with someone and just put yourself out there and do it and trust in yourself that your, your intuition and your, your, your telling your heart is, is, is leading the way here and saying, this is something to explore. This is something that, that lights me up. Let's, let's give it a shot. And then it's like, oh gosh, I don't really, I think it's a lot of things beyond, you know, really trusting it. It's, you know, that's the, the fear and the confidence and, you know, all that sort of kind of, you know, the, the fear kind of stuff that, that comes in. But I think, yeah, I, mean, I feel like that's, it's like, I'm so close. And then when it's time to really start taking the steps or action or, you know, whatever, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just, I don't think that's right. I don't know. <laughs> It's, well, you got to dip your toe in. Yeah, and that's just that part of you wanting to keep you safe because you're trying something new. But the energy I feel in you, the way, you know, when you talk about the coaching and before you were saying somatic work and you were talking about meditation and there's a beautiful golden energy around all of those things for you, like pulling you into that world and saying, come, come over here, Amy, come. <laughs> And when I look at that in contrast to the degree and the clinical thing, it's like, you know, in the old like theaters where they would send out like the walking stick with the hook and they'd hook the person off stage because they were not doing great. Like that's what it's doing to that. Like, nope, done. See ya. <laughs> yeah. 
but all yeah. these other things are part of your heart, your passion, your soul. Like they just feel so good, like honey almost. One of my mentors, she says, if you're going to do something that lights you up and it makes you feel like you want to throw up a little bit, then do it because that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of throwing up. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it, it, absolutely. I mean, because that's, I don't know, on the other side of the throw up, right? <laughs> it's where mm-hmm. it's like, woo, you know, you just expand, you just expand. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as, you know, in the beginning, these two paths, it, I feel it's pretty uh, distinct that clinical side is not really an option for you in this new realm of stepping into the feminine, being in your heart, being in your magic. And yet this one idea of just coaching is, is it can be so much more than that. Like there's this whole side opening up with all these possibilities. So really allow, like if you're saying one or the other, this is for sure that path, but then really be open to that that path has many, many different possibilities within it. Yeah. There's been just so many experiences and 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 things that I've I've done. It's like I mentioned, just getting in, going into motherhood, which is a whole other conversation we can have about what, the, like how that is in the in the world that we live in now. I mean, you're just so on your own. It's so there's so it's so raw, and you just have no idea, and you're you're left alone and gosh if then if you start going into the Facebook groups and you see how these mothers treating other mothers and it's just this oh my gosh it's been a real whirlwind you know for me and and seeing how I I react to my children and I had this real bully nature to me which was just terrible that I just once I started diving into it and and discovering all of these these you know, little pieces of me inside that just needed some attention and love. And there's just, there's just so much opportunity there for people. And I mean, women, men, whatever, but it's just been so transformative that it would be nice to share these things with other people. Right. And I feel like that's how so many healers, light workers or whatever, that's how they find their way on this path is just their own self-transformation. Yeah, because our medicine that we're here to share with the world lives in our wounding. It lives in those hard, dark, painful places that once we go in there and form a different relationship with ourselves and those parts of us, that's when this beautiful medicine and magic is able to flow into the world and serve others. Yeah. Well, does this feel like an okay place to land today? Yeah, absolutely. It's always so wonderful to talk with you. (laughs) You too. (laughs) Thank you, my love. Oh, thank you, Sarah. Thanks so much for tuning in today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love if you could please leave a five-star review as it helps the show to grow and assist me on my mission of having intuition be a part of everybody's life. For more information on reconnecting with your heart and intuition, head on over to my website, www.themoderndayintuitive.com. 
where you can listen to free meditations, sign up to be a guest on the podcast, learn how you can work with me in person, find links to my social media platforms, and much more. And a big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place by having the courage to look inward to develop your intuition.